Hey, so I want to talk about energy costs or energy prices and what I consider to be what I'm calling the energy pricing chess move because it is a chess move it's a move or a card in their agenda and in, in the, the game of how they make things happen how they get these agendas to go through so you may have seen like quite a lot in the news about how energy prices gas oil electricity and even food which is a form of energy are rising these prices are rising for seemingly for no reason or for reasons that don't really make sense they say oh it's putin's uh, Putin's fault that the energy prices are rising when in reality the US and various other European countries not that the US is European but U the US and European countries have been increasing their dependency on Russian oil and gas the last decade or more meanwhile we, they've been pushing this whole green agenda right the agenda 2030 green climate friendly agenda which is another way of saying cutting down on natural fossil fuel production nuclear power stations coal power stations and replacing them with so-called green energy or you know or environmentally sustainable energy and that sounds great on the surface but it's not really working it's not possible at least and it can't meet meet our current demands so we end up importing russian oil anyway and now we're in a situation very deliberate situation where we are dependent on russian energy but we're seemingly at war with or you know there's a conflict going on with russia and so supply lines are being stifled, being suppressed, and that leads to energy price increases, it leads to food prices going up, supply chain problems, and all this sort of thing. So, but then ultimately, what does that leave us with? That leaves us with more power at the top, in fewer hands, and with more control and power over our lives. From a situation they, they orchestrated. <laughs> I mean, it, this is not some random thing where Russia just decided out of nowhere to invade. No, that's not, that's not what's going on. What's going on is members of the World Economic Forum, people who are current or former members of the Young Global Leaders Club with Klaus Schwab and the Economic Forum, who are doing things that advance their agenda. And it's very easy to miss this if you focus on one, one country in, in particular and you forget that all countries in the United Nations or in the World Economic Forum group and all of the leaders associated there are in the same club and they're trying to enact the same agenda. It's very simple when you understand that. So what's going on with this energy price, and I'm just going to read some of my notes here, is that, of course, supply chains are a part of it. You know, the price increase is real. Food, for example, gas, electricity, these prices have and will go up. But it's not an accident. It's because of the situations that they're making happen. The dependency on foreign oil and gas is one example. And then you have things like the green agenda, which is another example. We've been deliberately cutting back our energy production and saying, well, it's not green enough, it's not climate friendly enough, whatever that means. And of course, as a result, we don't have, we don't have the energy to meet the supply. Or at least we don't have the energy to meet the demands. And that causes price increases, which leaves more and more people in less powerful situations because they now don't have enough money to pay these higher prices. So they're left to go cold, to go hungry. And all of this... You know, if you let's let's just zoom out for a second. All of this, the net result of this is the economy shrinking. The economy getting worse, people individually and collectively having less money and power to do things, and then it creates more of a need for what they're trying to sell, which is going to be a central bank digital currency linked to your social ID score, credit score like China, or your health pass or both, meaning they can control and manipulate and track everything you do 
from the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep and everywhere in between. That's essentially what they want. I mean, I've been studying this for a long time and that is their goal. They've said that's their goal, but they can't do that unless the economy has crashed. They can't bring in a central bank currency unless people have a reason to switch to it. And the reason would be if they can't afford anything using the old system. And it's becoming like that. Of course, inflation is rising. If you're gonna print trillions and trillions of dollars out of nowhere, and just essentially people think, oh, well, that, that's helped, you know, with the current uh, pandemic situation, whatever you wanna label it, label it as, it's not helped. It's not helped anyone. What it's done, and if you understand some things about the economy, wh what you do when you print money is you devalue all of the other money. So <laughs> let's say if they, as a, an extreme example, let's say if they double the amount of money in circulation, you might think, well, that's great. They've just given us given us loads of money. No, they've halved your money. They've, they've halved your, the purchasing power of your money. They've stolen essentially half of your wealth, just like that. So, so what, and that's what they've done. They've printed trillions of dollars uh, with these stimulus packages and COVID relief and all this sort of nonsense. And it's ultimately left you with less buying power and it will get worse, you know, unless you um, prepare for this, like, in different ways and there's all kinds of things you can do to prepare for this you can get precious metals crypto and various other hedges against inflation uh, that's not my area of expertise though but it's going to get worse and the goal the end result of this will be that when they release a cbdc uh, this will be the offer they'll say look at all this debt and inflation and problems we have financially well we have the solution the solution is we'll forgive all of your debt we will t pay all of your debt for you and in return, we own all of your assets. And this is where the phrase that you will own nothing and be happy comes from. It's Agenda 2030. It's literally on their website, <laughs> although they may have edited it by now, but it's in the archive, archive.org. They want you to own nothing. They want them to own everything. <laughs> what they often leave out conveniently is that for you to own nothing, someone has to own it and it's gonna be, it's gonna be them. <laughs> so they will end up owning everything and renting it back to you at crazy high prices. And uh, only they will only rent it back to you if you do what they say in the form of following their mandates, their laws, their restrictions. Oh, you've not had your 10th booster? Well, your rent's just doubled. Or your food has been restricted. Or you can't buy any steaks this month. Or your car won't work. This is literally where it's going, if we, if we allow it. So, going back to the energy price thing, it's not Putin's fault. It's, the, it's everybody's fault. All of the leaders, the World Economic Forum members, the young global leaders, and the people in control of them. It's a very deliberate, very well-planned situation. And, you know, I've seen all kinds of things in the last year. I've seen interviews with farmers where they say they've been told to destroy entire batches of crops and food. I've seen interviews with truckers where they say they've been told to just drive home or just not deliver their supplies. I've seen interviews with um, people in on boats, like you know, cargo ships, uh, where they say they've been told to just turn around or just not, not land, not dock. And this is all very, very uh, deliberate and orchestrated. It's not random, it's not an accident. You know, these supply chain problems are very, very well planned and they've been thought, ab thought about for a long time. So what can you do about it? Now I've made, if you haven't uh, seen on this channel, I have made a couple of videos talking about my, in my opinion, the solution to all of this, to New World Order agendas, to the 2030 thing, uh, and to the Great Reset and all of these things, the supply chain problems, the energy price. Um, but in a nutshell, if I had to break it down into one concept, it's that they want you dependent on their system. And if you go down that road, you'll be more and more controlled and unhappy. So the only solution, the best and only solution, is to reduce your dependency on everything they're offering in the form of their currency, their structures, their programming, the mainstream media, 
their healthcare, everything, you know, the, the energy, the food system. Try and reduce your dependency on everything they're offering. And suddenly they can't manipulate you, they can't control you because you don't need them. See, at the moment, um, we're in a situation where we kind of need them for certain things, like for the electrical grid, for example. We, most of us, don't generate our own electricity. Um, we don't grow our own food. So we have to pay the prices they set. We have to uh, keep paying our electricity bill, which they can make up. You know, it can be whatever they want, essentially, and they can uh, change that price by creating these artificial situations. But if you reduce your dependency on that and start generating your own resources, your own electricity, food, and filtering your own water, suddenly you don't need them. And they can tell you to do whatever they want and you can just say no. You can just say, no, I'm okay, actually. Oh, you wanna triple my electricity bill? Well, just cancel it then because I have a solar installation or I have, you know, wind power or whatever it is, if you're able to do that, of course. I understand not everybody is able to do that. Oh, you want to um, charge me quadruple the price for my food? No problem, I grow my own food, for example. Now, I do, I do understand that not everybody can or will be able to do that, but it's at least a step in the right direction. You know, at least if you have even one small solar panel, you at least can generate enough power to fuel your phone and some basic devices, your toothbrush and stuff. At least if you grow some food, you at least won't be starving if they cut, cut off the supply chain. You know, we have to be thinking more self-sustainable. But at the same time, I think, so that's one element of it. I think another element of it, just as important, is how I think this is happening for a reason. And I'm gonna get onto this for, um, in another video. But let me know what you think.